Good morning. Welcome. It's good to see you this morning. We've got uh, a special service where we're weaving into the service, into the worship and prayers, uh, a number of things that we're involved in as a church. Uh, so it's, today's acting like our annual general meeting. Just start with a couple of verses from Hebrews 12. Therefore, since we're surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us take off every weight that slows us down, and especially the sin that so easily trips us up. And let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. So let's do that today. Lord Jesus, thank you that we run the race of faith together with you. We thank you that you're our champion. Thank you that you're our inspiration. We want to meet you in spirit and truth, hear from you, and grow in you today. Lord, give us fresh vision and fresh inspiration to serve you and the purposes of your kingdom in our day and age. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Do please sit down. We're going to think about this year, look back, and then look ahead. And when the slides go up, there we go. If you look at Google Forest Hill Community Church, you do get some buildings, but you'll find most of them in uh, America. I'd be interested to go to Forest Hill Community Church. Anyone want to sponsor me to go there? There's a youth group on Wednesdays from... Six till seven. There's Forest Hill Community Bible Church, in case the other one forgot the Bible. But we're obviously talking today about this wonderful bunch of people that you are. So, looking back briefly, uh, can you spot yourself there? We're all smiling, weren't we? It's wonderful. There's, of course, Food Bank. We're going to hear a bit more about Food Bank uh, in the future. That's Gary. And uh, if you were here when he gave his testimony, he gave his life to Jesus at the weekend away at Ashburnham in January, having originally come to Food Bank as a very needy customer and now helping to manage it. And he's there with Carol. The reason Food Bank's up is in November last year, we reached the five-year mark of Food Bank, and we worked out we've fed roughly 20,000 people with 200 tonnes of food. And the work is continuing on. So Food Bank was a highlight. And if you were here at Christmas, that was very much a highlight with Luke and the Forest Hill Orchestra and uh, some of you guys on stage as well. That was really a highlight. But definitely The Weekend Away was uh, one of our highlights. There's Peter Reed talking to us. I've asked uh, Elaine, Willett and Eleanor to come and share... A couple of thoughts and memories about the weekend away. So, Elaine, why don't you come up? And Eleanor, come up the front, ready. You've got like two or three minutes. We need to move fast. There's the mic there. And uh, get through this so we don't keep people all day and they miss the England match. Hi, there was about 150 of us went down to Ashburn. Can people put their hands up if they went? It's more like, who put their hands up if you didn't go? It was fabulous. Would you agree it was yeah. fabulous? Yeah. It was a, a real time, for me, it was a time of uh, kind of community, sitting down, talking to people I don't always talk with, having meals together with different people, and getting to know people I didn't know. Um, then we, went, we had spiritual input, we went for walks, which was really nice around the Ashburnham grounds. I met with God, so that was really, really important. And then um, we prayed for one another. And uh, I think that was a really nice, neat evening for me when we prayed for people to be filled with the Holy Spirit and people were filled with the Holy Spirit for the first time. That was so exciting. Um, and it was a real kind of step for me to step out and pray for people in that way. And uh, I was so encouraged. And, uh, yeah, it was just great. So if next year, if we go next year, I'd encourage you to come. It was just amazing. Amazing. Thank you. Eleanor. I don't really have anything prepared to say, but I'll just go with it. Um, so I feel like over that weekend, it was a really good time. So as the youth, I feel like 
some people in the church sometimes they might see us and might think we're a bit boisterous or like shouldn't really come too close to us because it'll hurt you or something like that but it was actually really nice to just get time to be with other people in the church I know often after church like people will go talk to the people they normally talk to and then everyone disperses to go home for lunch and it was really nice um, I feel like for us to just sit with different people and talk to different people and let people realize we're not that scary um, and then also towards the end of the weekend we had a really good time meeting God and um, in a time when we like really least expected it to and I think for us as a youth it was a really big turning point because it after going through quite a few rough patches as a youth group it was like we'd finally come together and we bound together and we met with God together so it was an amazing experience for all of us and now we've come out stronger in faith thank you very much so Ashburnham was excellent. Another thing I love that we do is Alpha. And I've asked a couple of people to talk about Alpha. So Tony, first, who, who came to a course about a year or so ago. Uh, this last year we did a course last autumn. And then we've just done a course from Easter that finished last Wednesday. So Tony, why don't you tell us why it's a good idea to do Alpha and what your experience of Alpha has been. And then Paul, if you could be ready to come up as well. Morning, everybody. Um, Alpha has been a learning experience for me. There's many people here that know the value of Alpha more than I do. I'm a newbie. I don't really. I'm learning. So I, I thought, that having been asked, just to say a little bit about how Alpha has helped me. I went to Alpha as a very sick, angry aggressive person I'm not now I'm a lot healthier, a lot fitter mentally and emotionally and Alpha did that for me I also want to thank all those from here that came to Alpha and helped me so th thank you all, anybody here that came to Alpha that helped me, thank you it helps, right you guys probably know that better than I do that alpha, alpha really works. So the experience I've had is that Alpha has brought me to my church here. Alpha did that. I'm learning to understand and um, a lot of painful things that I didn't understand, I'm released from that now through Alpha, through coming to church. And one of those boisterous young person helped me quite a lot. Leah, where are you? Yeah, <laughs> Boisterous young person, um, that was what I thought at the time, helped me quite a lot coming to Alpha, gave me a lot of good advice. Now, <laughs> so guys, those of you who don't come to Alpha and maybe... Because one of the things I've learned is that um, people who know all about Alpha and has been through it, they come back, people from the church, and it helps me. So come and help the newbies. Those of you that haven't been, I'd like you to come to help us newbies. Thank you. Thank you, Tony. God, isn't it? it? Does stuff in people's lives. It's great. We've been running Alpha for a long time now. I don't know if the other people that were helping on the course would agree, um, but I personally think that the last Alpha course we've done is probably the best one we've ever run. Now, you'd expect me to say that, wouldn't you, standing up here this morning, but actually, that is genuinely what I think. It was a really, really good course. Before the course, I, any course starts, and I'm sure any of you have organised any kind of gatherings with people, you'll understand this. I always call it the agony and the ecstasy. You know, you've gone out, you've invited people. I know people have been on the, on the streets giving out leaflets, invited their friends, family, whatever. And then the big question is, will anyone show up? So there's the agony of thinking, we're going to go tonight and everything's going to be there and there aren't going to be any people to do the course. Well, um, that's always the case. And of course, the ecstasy is, is when people do come, well, this course, we go, went through all that. Well, I did anyway. I always do. Went through that kind of agony of thinking, oh, no. 
And um, we got our Chinese takeaway ordered in faith, because you never know how many people are going to show up. And um, it was just brilliant. Because, and to show how brilliant it was, Je- Jenny and I at our Chinese meal standing up in the kitchenette because there weren't any chairs or tables left. So we're not a, it's not a big room, um, it's not hundreds of people, but it was full. And, you know, that was such a good start, so brilliant. Um, during the course, during the course um, you've just heard from Tony about how people's ha- ha- thoughts and attitudes change and um, how their lives are changing, and that's what God is doing. That's what we want. We want people's lives. We want our lives, because we're doing the course as well, so it's not as though it's just for other people. We want to change as well um, for the better, and that's what God is helping us to do. And just one other gentleman is a friend of mine. Um, I've known him for a while, and if he were here, he would say that in, in coming to Alpha, um, broken relationships in his family are starting to be healed. He's got... Um, kind of, uh, I don't know, repaired family, uh, family ties that that wasn't possible before coming to Alpha. Hearing what was said, you know, on the screen, discussing it, and then going away and doing it, have changed his his whole life really. And um, also, he once said to me that um, friends that he used to run with, which weren't helpful to him, he's now said, actually, they're not really for me. I've, I've got. A, you know, a journey to take, and I'm taking it. I'm not taking it with them. So, you know, he'd, he'd just changed his friendship group, and that was really helping him. And just lastly, um, to conclude what was a really good course, just last Sunday, um, t- two people who've been attending asked Jesus into their lives to be their saviour, to forgive them for their sins. Can you gather the magnitude of what that means? That isn't just now. This is for eternity, time and eternity. This is security for the life to come, and it's blessing for the life now. That's how big that is, and I think we miss it. I think I miss it. But we need to remind ourselves, when someone says, Lord Jesus, come into my life, that is huge. So, oh, just lastly, Psalm 126, verse 6, little psalm, have a look at it if you remember. It just says at the end... um, those who sow in tears will reap in joy. And that's really talking about people of Israel coming back to Israel after they've been exiled. But it also uh, alludes to the fact that when we uh, invite people and they might say, ah, oh, no thanks, busy, or they, don't, they say, yes, I'll come and don't, and it's really heartbreaking, that actually it doesn't have to remain like that. Those who sow in tears will reap in joy. That's a promise from God. And when we see people coming to the Lord, you see that promise come to fruition, and it's wonderful. So keep going, keep inviting, don't give up. Thank you. Great. Thank you very much, Paul and Tony. Uh, one other newbie at Alpha uh, sent me a, an email. She couldn't be there uh, on Wednesday night. But we'd look at uh, what's God like. Uh, we look at does prayer make any difference? Does it work? We look at God can speak to us through the Bible. And uh, she's someone that uh, left church at uh, 13 and has come back to Alpha in her mid-30s, so away for all that time. And then she's been coming to Alpha, and uh, she got the bit about God can speak to you through the Bible. And she said, I opened my Bible three times at random, and every time I arrived at the same passage. So she said, after three times, I thought, maybe God wants to talk to me from this passage. So she read it and she found some really relevant stuff for her life and her work uh, from that. And she was taking it on board day by day. And then last week she got an invitation for a friend to go to a service at Holy Trinity Brompton. She wouldn't normally go to church, but she went there and the whole service was on the passage that she'd read in the Bible. So it's fantastic how God works. Good. One more uh, look back before we look forward. And we have these wonderful people in our church. And one thing that happened in the last year is we appointed Stephen Desborough as youth pastor. So, Stevie, won't you come and talk to us for a few minutes? Good morning. Thank you. Um, yes, yeah, so I'll just give a quick kind of update of the kind of things that we've been focusing on this year. 
Um, so I decided when I kind of came back when just praying about stuff and praying with a team that we wanted to just change a few things. One of those things was separating the younger and the older youth group up again. Um, so on Thursday evenings, we have the barn, and what we mainly do at that is we discuss kind of hot topics. So that might, you know, this week we were discussing, I think, marijuana and what the Bible says about that and that sort of stuff, but looking at loads of different relevant topics and just showing actually what does Jesus want to say through that and then praying for one another. So that's been great. And then once a month, we have younger youth lunches, and we've got one this afternoon. Um, it's been fantastic with our younger youth, you know, like there's about five of them in our church, and we just want to really bless them, and we want to see them grow in faith, but also grow in real friendship with one another. Uh, in addition to that, one of the big things that we've been pushing on this year is one-to-one discipleship. Um, I've met up with the vast majority of our youth, unfortunately not all of them yet, and I'm hoping that um, by the end of my first year that I would have met up with all of them one-to-one, but then we just, with those topics, we'll either just kind of hang out at a coffee shop, chat about life and pray for one another, or just chat about God and pray for one another, play video games and then chat about God and then pray for one another, or play football and then chat with one another and pray for one another. And actually, this is something that I want to really start expanding throughout the whole youth ministry. And I think it's one thing that we're going to really be stepping into more and more. So, yeah, we, um, we want to really move forward in that. And we're really excited about that. But, yeah, there's still many steps to go forward. Great. Great. Thank you. Wonderful. Thank you very much. What I'd like us to do is to get into groups three or four, and just pray. Uh, maybe a personal highlight you have of the year, or maybe you want to pray blessing on some of the things you just heard of. So just where you are for a couple of minutes, just pray over what's been uh, in this last year and over a personal highlight. Thank God for what he's done. And Lord, we thank you that you've blessed us and uh, given us so many good things and provided for us. And we pray you'll bless this offering May it be an offering to you, and may it be a blessing to uh, our overseas workers that benefit from it. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. If you like to sit down, we want to focus quickly on the body of the church in this next bit. Um, are the kids were able to stay in a little bit longer. That would be great if you can. Um, and there's been people that have been working really, really hard uh, recently doing exams and all that kind of stuff. And we want to bless you. So anyone that's been working hard at school or done exams, if you'd like to come forward and help yourself to something from this bag. Big round of applause. I know you've been working so hard. If you'd like to help yourself to something. (laughs) Students who have been at university, been working amazingly hard. You're very welcome. Thank you for working so hard and for being here. Anyone else been working hard at school? That's fantastic. You don't get any if you've been working hard at being a parent. (laughs) Actually, maybe we should do that. We'll do that a bit later. Wonderful. We just wanted to... Yeah, that's the next bit. Uh, Highlight people that have been serving in the church. And I'd like to look at kind of different leadership groups first. I'd like you to stand up and stay standing if you're on any of these lists. So the staff team, Dragoner and Stephen. Sam's not here, sadly. But it won't be long now before he comes back. Jenny and myself, the staff team. And then leadership team, if you'd like to stand up and join us. So Paul, actually Scott's not here today. Janelle, Paul Leonard's preaching at a church in Liverpool. James and Pat Ude. That's wonderful. Stay standing. And our trustees, Elaine's counting the offering, but Fiona. Uh, Fem is at work. Paul standing that's great melissa before she goes out with the under fives luke's away in wales vinu's here rosemary and rod are visiting their son down in sussex visiting sammy today so they couldn't be here 
and Elaine's counting the offering. And house group leaders, if you're a house group leader and you're not yet standing or a host for house groups, please do stand up. That's wonderful. If we've missed anyone on that list, please stand up as well. Sorry about that. And youth team, uh, Leah needs to stand up. Uh, Lorraine is recovering, by the way. Do pray for Lorraine. She uh, had uh, surgery for lung cancer, and uh, she's recovering from that. Obviously, when you've had part of your lung removed, it's a big operation. Keep praying for Lorraine. That's good. And children's church team, need one or two more to stand that aren't already standing, but several of those uh, are away. Allison, children's church, and real deal. And under fives team, I think we forgot to put Galena up there, so Galena needs to stand. And I know Fiona Putley helps out with Children's Church as well. Uh, Jane is away on holiday. That's wonderful. So what I'd like you to do, if you're not standing, just reach out your hand and pray a blessing on these wonderful folk. Let's pray together out loud for people that give a lead in various groups in the church. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. If you'd like to sit down and then thinking about the church body, finally want to think of Sunday mornings and people that help to serve. So if you're in any of these teams, I'd like you to stand up. People that lead services, if you've led a service this last year, stand up. Preachers, if you've given a preach. The worship team, we need the worship team to stand up now. I mean, standing up. A PA team, people that have been on PA. Thank you, Sarah, today. If you've been on PowerPoint, you need to stand up. Stewards, who's been stewarding this last year? Welcomers, people on tea and coffee this year, if you could stand up as well. And of course, the wonderful Conrad on the table at the back there selling CDs and Bibles and books. So Conrad's got to stand. And a book I mentioned, we're looking at Father's Day last week at the Father Heart of God. I've got four copies of this secondhand, and Conrad's selling them at the end. So if you will be blessed by this book, The Father Heart of God, then do pick it up. You can buy a copy from Conrad for £3 afterwards. Wonderful. And yeah, if you've enjoyed setting up or setting down in the last year, you can stand as well. So all these people serve in different ways on Sunday morning. So again, if you haven't... uh, If you're not sitting down, reach out a hand and bless these people, the welcomers, the worship team, uh, stewards. Let's just pray for them and bless them as well. Let's pray together now. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Pray your blessing on those that serve in wonderful ways. Lord, we can't do your work without them. We pray wonderful blessing on each of them, Lord Jesus. Lord, thank you. You say don't be weary in well-doing. Lord, we don't want to take for granted those people that serve us faithfully week by week. And may they not be weary in well-doing, but may they be refreshed and blessed in you. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. A big, big thank you. We just couldn't do what we do without people willingly serving. Just want to mention uh, one other thing that's coming up. I'm going to mention again later, but we did uh, a wonderful parenting course a year and a half ago. Pippa and Yvonne did that, and they're going to offer that again in the autumn. So if you want some more of that for all the parents, uh, in October, November, and December, there'll be uh, two Sundays a month rather than a whole consecutive series parenting course back again in the autumn. So we look forward to that coming up as well. If uh, parents of under fives want to stay and you're obviously welcome, there's the room to use as well if you'd like to be out there. And for children, Jenny's prepared a table. So if you want to be creative uh, for us, there's a table over there. So you can be inspired and draw something creatively for us. That would be wonderful. Let's sing another song of worship and then we'll move on to the last couple of areas we're going to look at today. So let's stand again and sing together. Obviously, a way of contributing is to give, and uh, our finances represent our hard work, our sweat and labor, 
And uh, again, we couldn't do things we do in the community, in the church, and around the world without your giving. Uh, we have sheets for if you're really interested. There's a number to take away with you if you want them. We haven't made them for everyone so as not to waste paper. But if you'd like to see these three slides and also a profit and loss sheet, they're available there to take away. So looking at our income this year, this is where the money came from. So the big orange segment is the giving that's been given. The yellow segment is rental income. Uh, A number of groups use the Here for Good Centre that we have. And uh, a lot of it is the Hope Centre that we have in Forest Hill. So those centres generate income to the church. And then if you sign one of these wonderful forms, where if you're a taxpayer and you give uh, and you pay tax and you give to the church, we get the tax back. That increases the value of your gift by 25%. You just sign one of these forms once and then we can do that. And you can see that uh, green segment 12% of our income comes from tax back because you've signed one of these forms. So it's wonderful to redeem that money from the government because we know how to spend it better. And there's the other segment as well, which I won't go into details now. And then the expenditure, the biggest segment is the London staff. So thank you for supporting us as we serve you. And then money spent on the Hope Centre. That's our, our rent to London City Mission for it, but that's more than compensated for by the income that we receive. Overseas missions is the next uh, biggest chunk, supporting overseas workers, work in China and Turkey and other parts of the world. Uh, Here for Good Centre, uh, we spent more money this last year on uh, maintenance. We spent virtually nothing the previous year, but we had a hole in the roof and we needed to improve the building and repair that, so we spent money on here for good and then the cost of our Sunday services including uh, some upgrading to the PA which is going on Uh, and then the Ashburnham event again that's a big expense but it was more than covered by the people that paid their fees but also people that gave so that others could attend and we covered all the costs this year because people generously supported others and helped them to come and then uh, finance fees and insurance and again, some other small categories. So that's a little picture in the pie chart. You can take it away with you of how money's come in and how it's been spent. And then looking over the last seven years, uh, the red is our income, and the purple is our spending. And we've fairly closely matched income and expenditure. Last year, we spent a bit more than uh, we got, and so we used up a little bit of our reserves. Uh, And this year, just gone, we've uh, had a little bit more than we've spent. So we're in a good position financially. And your giving, week by week or month by month, makes most of the difference to that. So we thank you again, giving in the offering, giving by standing order, uh, giving through uh, UCAT or, or Charities Aid Foundation, that giving makes a big difference. And the week-by-week giving covers most of what we receive, but it doesn't cover all our needs. And so it's occasional one-off gifts that do make a a difference. And I want to thank people. A few times a year, we've been blessed with a a large one-off gift, and that's made the difference of whether we're uh, spending a bit out of our reserves or whether we're bringing more finances in. So uh, thank you for the one-off gifts, but we can't rely on them. So there's still a bit of scope for increasing our regular week-by-week or month-by-month giving so we don't rely on the one-off gifts. And the difference, you can see uh, spending and income has gone up this last year compared to the previous year. The two biggest parts of the difference were Ashburnham, obviously that was a big expense but the income came in to cover that and the other big increase in spending was the money we spent on here for good to repair the roof and to redecorate so those were the biggest rises in uh, the reason for money coming in and money going out. Wonderful and if you want to ask, ask any questions then email in Anything you've heard about today, just send us an email. Anything on finance, email in. We have uh, a bookkeeper who's wonderful called Gordon Cowie, 
uh, and he's got a real handle on everything, but Dragon and myself and the trustees can also answer questions on finances. And we want to look as well at our community engagement, and there's a number of projects we're involved in. I know that lots of people serve in the community in different ways by being school governors and all sorts of things. But these things we're involved in as a church. There's Switch It, Football and Life program. There's wonderful new leaflets. If you know someone that you think would benefit from Switch It, it happens in the gym just there or the AstroTurf behind on Thursday nights. Or if you want to sponsor the work at Switch It, there's an only 10, you can give £10 a month and that will give us the resources we need to run Switch It. There's also the food bank and street pastors, Pear Tree uh, uh, Nursing Home on Sydenham Road, Meeting Point at uh, Here for Good on Tuesday afternoons, ESOL on Mondays, teaching English to speakers of other languages, and then Alison's amazing Real Deal program, which is running on Thursdays at Here for Good. Just want to hear again from a few people. We haven't got time to cover all of them, but perhaps Chris Margaritas could say something about Food Bank for us. That would be great. Um, Food Bank, as you know, opened five years, five and a half years ago now. And uh, we started off at Hope Centre. Now we actually are all over the borough in four centres and we're thinking of opening another one. Um, From the last newsletter, um, I can see that we've helped over 6,000 people. Um, We give out about a tonne of food a week. Um, and there's a, been a 15% increase on the people who come to us over the previous year. Um, 50%, according to the statistics, are single people who are really struggling at the moment. Um, universal credit is being brought in, um, but there's a huge gap in the time that people actually sign up for, hum- for universal credit and the time when they receive their money um, They are given a small amount of money sometimes to tide them over, but it is very small. They're living on something like £40 a week. Um, And, of course, they go into debt because they have to take out loans to cover them until their money comes through. Um, It's generally about four to six weeks, but it can be a matter of months before they actually get regular income. Um, I just want to tell you briefly about how God's been at work in some of the clients who've been to us. Um, I remember a guy, I called him Kenneth. Um, I sat down with him. He was mm, late 30s, I would say early 40s. Um, He was really anxious. Um, He said the only reason he'd come is because his mother had insisted he come to food bank because he was undergoing hardship. I can't now remember what his circumstances were. But um, over the course of conversation, he said, well, I've got an interview tomorrow for a job, which was just great. But he said, I haven't got anything to wear. Um, That morning, when we'd opened, one of the other volunteers had brought in a brand-new suit that one of their neighbours had given them, um, and there were some really nice shirts on the rail. Um, and I said, well, actually, um, we've got a nice suit over there. I don't know if it fits you, but uh, do pop it and go and try it on. So he tried it on. It was perfect, absolutely perfect with a shirt. And we took a photo of him for one of the newsletters. So God is definitely at work in all the people that we see. We, we pray for them at the end. Um, and there's another guy who I sat down with um, last year, he was a caretaker and because he, his health was deteriorating, he couldn't now do his job, so he lost his job and his home. And it was a family home because he had a partner and two young boys. Um, I didn't get to the bottom of what happened to his, his partner and his two young boys. They went to live with relations, I think. But eventually, um, the Lewisham Council put him into the hostel, which is next door to Hope Centre. Um, and he came to us for a few, few times. Um, but he came back this year, um, and he was driving a car, and he had a dog sitting in the front seat. And he said, I don't need any food, but I've come back because I want you to pray with me. And it it made so much difference in his life that 
That's what he came back for, especially. Um, we pray with all people. Um, I would say 99% of the people want us to pray with them. And the occasional one who says, no, thank you, we say, well, we pray for you when you've gone, actually. You know, we, we, we pray for you anyway. You're not, <laughs> you don't get away so lightly. But we become best friends with these people just over the 10 minutes or a quarter of an hour that we speak with them. Um, some people have said, well you don't want to listen to me. And we say, well, yes, we do. Um, And you can just see the light come in some of their eyes because somebody's listening to them. Um, We try and lead them on and give them advice and and help them to some other agency who can help them in their current situation. You know, we get quite a lot of people who um, have no recourse to public funds and there are lots of organisations who do help. So, yes, it's a great privilege, and it's, it's been a wonderful experience, and uh, it goes on. We're thinking of opening another centre. It's in the pipeline, anyway. So we're open every day but Sunday, somewhere in the borough. Thank you. Sorry? Did he get the job? I don't know. He didn't come back. But we've had people who have come back and told us that they did get the job that we prayed for. Yes, yes, quite a few. I don't know about him. We had um, a nice letter of thank you last week from somebody who spent half an hour with somebody in chatting about their circumstances. So, yes, it, it's good. It's wonderful. And we appreciate your prayers. Thank you. Thank you very much, Chris. And Jenny is going to say something about Pear Tree. And obviously, food banks are bittersweet. We don't want to be there in one sense, but the need is there. And it's, I think it's the 6th of October. We're going to open the next branch on Saturday afternoons in the centre of Forest Hill. Yeah, watch out for fundraising concerts that are coming up for Food Bank as well. Wonderful. Good morning, everybody. Good to see you. Um, you've probably heard over the years, there's a small team of us, we go down to Pear Tree. What's Pear Tree? It's a local nursing home. And we started going there more than 10 years ago And we started going because one of Conrad's sisters was actually a resident in the home. And we would go in as a group of people from church and we'd sit in her room and we'd sometimes share communion with her. And it was really precious times. So the staff there said, well, you're doing that for her. Could you do it for other residents? And we are now, when we go there, it's still just a small team of us, but we go in, we're in one of the main lounges, and there's usually between 20 and 26 of us gathered in this lounge. And every month that we go in, we do communion. Now, the residents, there's a number of them there who've got dementia. So you think, how much do they take in? A lot of them don't take things in. But you know what? When we play the old hymns, they come alive. They sing along. And those old hymns really, you can see, you know, they've been sitting in their chair and they might be a bit like this. And then suddenly, you know, they're with us again and they're singing. And it's wonderful. But this last month, we had a lovely Um, experience because we also try to do something visual because obviously you're trying to engage them as much as you can and we've been talking about God's banqueting table and so we had a table spread out in the middle of the room and we had different things on the table Uh, obviously we couldn't display everything that's on God's banqueting table but we had you know a bottle of wine we had a basket of fruit And we had a little chocolate cake. And, you know, the mixture of people around this. And um, there's one lady, and she's been there for quite a while now. And she she was sitting in her chair, and she was sleeping for much of the time. Um, And after we'd had communion, she was sitting there, and then she sort of got to the edge of her table. And then she's, like, looking around... And suddenly she makes a move out of her chair. And you could see uh, some of the workers like almost like reaching out thinking, you know, don't fall off your chair or whatever. But she, she looked side to side. And then she made a quick run, grabbed the cake, sat down in her chair and ate it. 
with a great big grin on her face. And we just thought that was fantastic. You know, so we pray that she will have received more than just the chocolate cake. Because obviously the going in there, we don't know. Every month we go in, it might be the last time we see these people. It might be the last opportunity to pray with them. I remember with Conrad's sister, when we shared communion with her, I had no idea that was going to be the last communion she ever took. So we always go in prepared with that now. So thank you. Thank you very much, Jenny. It's, it's incredible, uh, just a small church, how many things we can get involved in with your support, your giving, your time, your energy. And for local youth, to all the people at Food Bank, people out late at night in the nighttime economy, to very elderly people, to primary school age children, it's fantastic who we can help and who we can work with. At uh, Meeting Point this coming Tuesday, they're celebrating someone's 100th birthday. So years ago, it was kind of, you know, you get the over 60s club or the over 55s club, but now, you know, 75 is a new middle age, so you have to be 100 before you go to the old folks stuff. So they'll be wishing her happy 100th birthday on Tuesday. And at ESOL, uh, it's just blessing these people that need to grasp English to, to get on in society here and to get good enough English to get jobs. And uh, they don't, we don't do the exams. We're not uh, an accrediting body to do that. But seven of our students did their exams somewhere else last week and they all passed. So that's another really good news story. Wonderful. Our time's going fast. I think I'm going to move on straight away to the last section and then we could end with a couple of songs of praise. That would be wonderful. So thinking ahead very quickly, looking forward. This young man, in case you've forgotten what he looks like, he's coming back. And so, on not this Tuesday, but the Tuesday after, Sam is back in the saddle. So do pray for him and Melissa. Uh, he's coming back before he goes to the INAC conference and then has paternity leave. But he will be around. <laughs> uh, but pray your blessing on Sam and Melissa as well as their, their new baby is due end of August, beginning of September. We talked uh, earlier in the year about discipleship, following Jesus being a journey, where we're at on the journey. And it's great we're able to help people start the journey, uh, particularly through Alpha and help to find faith. But we want to encourage each other to continue that journey. And in Colossians, it says that the goal is for us all to be presented in mature faith to Jesus when that, day's, that day comes. How do we grow? How do we mature in our faith? How do we help each other to do that? And uh, getting alongside each other, praying for each other, making progress ourselves, reaching out to others that are struggling and praying with them and helping them. It's all part of the maturing process. So let's make it our goal to be more like Jesus and to become mature in our faith. Talked about uh, young children and just to say the positive parenting course we're planning to run October to December, a couple of Sundays a month. And you saw different leaders stand up, but uh, some of the people that have been leading children's church and have been doing under fire's work will be stepping down over the summer into the autumn. We need new people to, to rise up into serving and leading in these ways. So if you feel inspired to help, then do come and talk to myself or Jenny or one of the group leaders. So we want to see real progress with children and also real progress with the youth in the year ahead. And we want to encourage leaders to meet with them and inspire them. Alpha, Alpha and Beta. Beta, I just took that picture off the internet. It doesn't actually exist as a course. But we've been feeling there's some people that have done the Alpha course and maybe they're not ready to go into a house group. They're not ready just to be left. But they relate to Wednesday nights at Here for Good. They've related to the Alpha course. But they've done it and they've got that far. And what we're planning to do this autumn when we launch the new Alpha course is to have an Alpha meal. But then those people that are a bit further on, those people that have done the Alpha course a few times, they can go upstairs to a beta group to take things further while we show the Alpha film series 
downstairs. So we're planning that for this autumn. We'll probably start at the beginning of October, sometime around then. A few other quick things, review and refresh. We were thinking at leadership team of where we've come to as a church and where we're going. And it's good to take stock. And uh, we felt it would be good to have Peter Reed, who is our guest speaker at the weekend away, to come in and meet with leaders and meet with us as a church and help us to see where we've got to and see how we can most effectively move forward. So we're talking to him about doing that. He uh, trains church pastors now. He's been a church leader himself. And he's offered support to lots of churches and church leadership teams over the years. So he's got all the tools and the experience and the wisdom to help us. And we thought it'd be great to have someone like him come in, cast an eye on where we've come to and how we could move forward most effectively. So we're calling that review and refresh. And we're wanting some of us to meet with Peter this summer and then for him to recommend how we can go into the autumn and look at where we're going as a church. Here for Good building, how many of you have have you not been in Here for Good? You've never been in that building. You've been there, you go there on the Alpha. Um, Loads of things happen there, it's our base, it's the building that we own. We've still got a bit of a mortgage to pay, but we, we own that building and uh, we want it to be most effectively used for the kingdom. And we've been upgrading it recently. We want to continue doing that. And if you think of it in your prayers, I've contacted a, a fund-granting body, and they're seriously thinking about giving us five to £10,000 towards improving here for good if we put some money in ourselves. So it'd be good to pray about that. And the condition is we use local workmen, but that's no problem. Uh, and that's something maybe from January to June next year we can do more work on the building, which will be great. The Hope Centre in Forest Hill, where we run the food bank, our five-year lease of that place comes up next summer. So we got it through till August next year, 19, and then the five-year lease finishes. So we need wisdom over the next few months on what we do with that building, whether we leave then or whether we uh, come to a new arrangement with them. So... That's something, again, we'd value your prayers in. And then overseas, we haven't said too much about our overseas work because we're going to get visits and we're going to do a focus on some of our overseas workers in July. So we didn't want to say too much today. Uh, Hannah, who's heading for Zimbabwe, is not here today. She's speaking at a parents' church and they're getting behind her. But she's raised most of the money she needs to do the year in Zimbabwe, money to take resources out to the school and money to support all her needs for the year. She's not quite there, but she's almost there. And I'm sure she's going to thank us. And on the 15th of July, we'll be praying for her and blessing her as she looks forward to that year. And there's all sorts of other projects that are happening as well and places that are really uh, difficult places to work in these days. There's a, a new house being built as a mission base in a country I won't tell you the name of at the moment and it's links with our church that are helping things like that take place so it's really really important we'll find out a lot more next month and then I don't know if I did a slide but we're planning to go to Ash I did do a slide we're planning to go back to Ashburnham again at the beginning of 2020 so it's not 19 I'm sorry Elaine but uh, 2020 there'll be Ashburnham and Luke's banned me from calling it 2020 Vision or anything cringy like that. But there will be a title and we will be going back in 2020. I think we should gather in groups again and pray for a couple of minutes. And then I think the worship band should praise us out. Is that all right? Yes, the leader, the chair of trustees. Um, just before we gather in groups, it would be good, I think, to pray for... Uh, Nigel, here he is, the Lord of the Dance, who um, leads us on our merry way. And it'd be great to have a few of you come up and pray for him because um, obviously uh, Jesus is the leader of our church and it's him that we're following. But Nigel really does inspire us every week, every day to uh, have that real relationship with Jesus, doesn't he? So um, Elaine, Vinu, Eleanor, Yvonne, can we have a few people up here? Pat, um, John. Yeah, it would be great to have a few of you up here. Anyone else that wants to? It's not just those people whose names I've pulled out of the air, but anyone else who wants to come up and pray for Nigel. Um, He is an amazing inspiration to us, isn't he? And um, 
his enthusiasm for Jesus and encouraging us is incredible every week. So let's pray for him. Father, I just want to say thank you so much that Nigel is the leader of our church. We thank you that he is um, a man of vision. He is a servant leader and he has his fingers in so many pies and he does so much that we don't realize about. And he has so many networks. He networks with so many people and good things come from that. Lord Jesus, this is a man who works hard and we want to lift him up before you and honor him before you and say, Lord, we realize as a church we are so lucky to have him leading us and serving us in the way that he does. And we want to pray, Lord Jesus, your hand a blessing on him. We want to pray good health on him. We want to pray, Lord Jesus, for fresh hearing from you. Lord, that his eyes would see with your eyes, that his hands would give with your, uh, give like in food bank and all those places, and his heart would feel, Lord Jesus, your heart pulsing for this world, and his feet would go. So, Lord, I, I just pray your blessing upon him now in the name of Jesus. Father, we hear you saying that those words when you said, take my yoke upon you. I like it. My yoke is light and the burden is easy. And we want to pray for Nigel that he would continue to have that wisdom to carry those things that you want him to carry and to let you carry all the rest. Um, give him real wisdom, peace, so that the pressure isn't there. Be hovering over him, carrying the weight. You said, my yoke is easy, my burden is light. And we pray that that light touch of your hand on Nigel's life would be a clear steer for us as he uh, leads us in this coming year. But we want to pray, be with him, be his strength, be his vision, be his guide, and be his friend. Be close to him. Amen. Nigel, I believe the Spirit is saying, Nigel, I have called you by name. Even before you were created, I called you and rejoiced over you by name. And Nigel means adventurous spirit. And sometimes life has been so hard on you that you sometimes exercise ultra-caution in going forward. But the Lord says, this year is a new year of new opportunity. And behold, I've gone before you to prepare the way. So be not afraid. Be of good courage. Look to me, says the Lord. And as you stand in new gateways, gateways are places of authority. And you can be assured that the Lord has already equipped you to go forward and to take this people with you. He has clothed your feet. Your feet are securely clothed for the walk that the Lord has put in front of you. And he has crowned you with his loving kindness and honor. And he has crowned you as pastor in this place that you might truly shepherd the people as Jesus shepherd the people. So do not be afraid, Nigel. You of adventurous spirit, the Lord is raising up your eyes that to throw off excess caution and to step forward with courage, only be very courageous. Fear not, for the Lord your God is with you. Amen. Thank you very much, everyone. And um, I know um, Nigel often hears of things that we're not happy about at the end of services or when things haven't gone well or whatever. We often tell Nigel that, you know, we didn't enjoy that that much or whatever. So can I encourage you all to come every week with a word of encouragement for Nigel, please, because he is a fantastic man of God and we are so blessed to have him here. So, and at the end of this service also, why don't you just, you know, try to go up to three people and really encourage them for the amazing things that we can see God doing in their lives. So let's be encouragers, let's be blessers. We can also be honest with each other when we're not happy about things, we can say that too. But let's say far more of the good things to each other. Thank you. Shall we sing? Let's stand. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you.